hello there, you fantasy calligraphers. What's going on? If you're new to this podcast, this is a podcast for 16 people that run a fantasy football league and are way too obsessed about it. I don't know why we have 50 listeners right now. I think that's fucking crazy. But the fact that you're here and you're hanging out with us, you know what? I love it. So at the same time, thank you for your uh, you know, patronage. Now, gentlemen, it was a crazy week last week. I won. And that's really the only thing that I took away from it. How was the week for you guys? We don't talk about that. What do you mean we don't talk about it? We Great week for street meets. You know what? Tyler had the audacity to text me. <laughs> Tyler had the audacity to text Wait, do you me. want to read it or you want me to read it? Read it if you have it up. Oh, I do. I do have it up because I've been waiting for this for, this for the past 24 hours. Uh, I said, at least... What, what was In the, hindsight. At least our uh, matchup was winning the side pot and the week. Because... The side pot last week was ground and pound. So it was the highest scoring RBs in your starter spots. And obviously every week we pay out the highest scoring team. Our matchup between Drew and I was the highest scoring team versus the second highest scoring team. And if you can't tell by my excitement right now, I was the winner. And our matchup was also number one running back starter scoring and number two. Running back starter scoring. The audacity to text me. At least our matchup would have won, regardless of who won. Like, it means anything. Like, there's a fucking consolation prize. There's not. Being better than everybody else but you is just. Tell me about it. 30 more, 30 some more points scored against me than any other team in the league. So I feel that every week. Dave pointed out something interesting, what, yesterday about the top four scores of this previous week? That's right. I was was, was passing the baton to you. Yeah. Well, we're all on right now. How about that? Tyler had the highest score. Drew had second. Byron, you had the third. And and I had the fourth. And here we are on the podcast. So if there is something. How does it feel? That's great, guys. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) That's amazing. That is amazing that that happened for you guys. I'm I'm muting myself. I'm muting myself. Man, great. Like, wow, it's wonderful. So I would have beaten both of you. That would have been cool. That would have been great. You would have beaten every team in the league except for Tyler. You know, because Gabe Davis. No. Now that we've effectively harassed our co-hosts, I think we probably should move on to the next segment, which is uh, injuries. And there has been some significant injuries this week. Rashad Penny went down. He has a season-ending injury. Uh, Baker Mayfield out for, what, four to six weeks, likely, with some type of ankle sprain. He's done. He's done. He's done for this season as a starter. Could be career. Is Baker as, done as, as, as a starter, that could be the end. starter, what world does Carolina come back and be like, we need to put Baker back in? The, Baker. the one where <laughs> PJ Walker and Sam Darnold are your other two. It's <laughs> possible, but this like, world. can they be worse? <laughs> like, it seems hard that they can be worse than Baker was. It's a low bar. I think yeah. Baker might be done. Uh. I, I mean, he's, which, he's by a, the way, side he's a note, backup, though, right? By the way, side note, 
I am selling PJ Walker. So. <laughs> I looked that up too. How often do you guys like look up a player and you're like, okay, I gotta think ahead and, and try to nab this guy. Cause last week I tried to pick up PJ Walker and I was like, I did that two weeks ago. I, I was a week ahead of you. I got $10 in cap space for a trade. And I was like, well, <laughs> could it hurt. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm gonna get me some CJ Bethard and PJ Walker. Stuff. I mean, I went out Smart. and picked up Colt McCoy and Nate Sudfeld two weeks ago. The heir appearance to Arizona and Detroit if their starters go out, it's not a bad move. They're usually a dollar on your waiver wire. Like, mm-hmm. just go get other teams' backup quarterbacks. I believe Dave had a little uh, axe to grind about this a few weeks ago. I think he said, "Hey guys." And have, then, if you have roster space and you have money, what do you do with it? You I mean, go hey, get yourself PJ Walker starting quarterback. Hey oh, guys, hey, or hey, the best. We'll sit on my bench forever. <laughs> Dave, thank you. I mean, that's good advice. Good thing you have Skylar Thompson, right? <laughs> I tried. I got outbid. Somebody freaking got him in like the did. I, no, no, Evan, no, Evan no. picked him up. Evan, Evan traded up. me Teddy Bridgewater, and then he went out. And that was a dog. That was a Dave move. That was a fucking Dave move. I applaud it. Filthy. I applaud it. And even if Teddy is healthy this week, he will be the backup to Skylar Thompson. That's what was announced. Uh, yeah. So there you go. I mean, obviously, I think it's concussion related, not talent related, but still shocking development. Unfortunate for Dave. Uh, and I guess that was the other third important injury of this past week was that Teddy Bridgewater went down with a concussion. Um, all right. Oh, you know what? We forgot one really important thing. Um, four touchdowns, guys. Four <laughs> healthy touchdowns. Revenge Those of you, him. remember. Paying, yeah, pay attention to Travis Kelsey's Twitter. He's been all over the Al Bundy memes. It's been great. Uh, if you're not on there, just get on there. Four touchdowns, poke high. Let's go. There was a significant portion of that game where it looked like Byron was going to have another one of those weeks where he squeaked by in like the high 80s, low 90s and got a win. And then, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, shit. We're supposed to cover Kelsey in the end zone? What? I mean, what? Anywhere the- on the field. It's the fourth time is the one you're really scratching your head. Like, maybe, maybe we should have. Because it was so easy, too, for that game. And I'm, we're, we're now getting off track. But that game where the ball got down inches before the goal line. Uh, and then it went to Kelsey. Like, I got, I, I think I got extremely lucky, personally. But we will take that win. And we will now play our last division or opponent of the season. So, you guys just want to segue straight into uh, – the scores are we ready for this let's do it all right well as you guys i'm sure expected um we've got the team that is always at the top of the list as always you know for seasons been the number one team um with the highest point spread mike ryan favored by 43 points this week um against oh AMD. no recap this week huh Oh, I forgot the recap. All right. Well, you know what? We can edit that in. Let's talk about the recap, guys. Who is this edit? Who is this edit? Uh, I don't know. Byron's clearly never met him if you listen regularly. 
Oh, oh, uh, I always, I, I always joke about it. I used to edit the podcast, but now I'm like, fuck it. I just yeah. slap on the intro. And then We're, <laughs> if you guys ask me to take something out, I'll try to remember. Otherwise, I'll just keep going. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, recap of last week. We, we obviously talked about Streets Meets defeating Drush, um, the first and second highest point totals of last week. Um, other tight games, the Puxatawney Pensive Parakeets with 86 points. The fourth least points in the in the league uh, last week, beating the Manny Young Loose Cannons. Guys, the Parakeets are three and two. Uh, and if the playoffs started today, they would be a playoff team. Remember, this was a team, I think, were 15 or 16 in the power rankings to start the year. So you guys buying or selling this early Parakeet success? Uh, I'll be hard selling it right now, especially because I think that Evan ultimately wants to lose. Like he trades his quarterback away. And like we talked about in previous episodes, it's like whatever Evan is trying to accomplish, the opposite happens. Uh, and I appreciate it. Like I, I love it. I don't think it can come together though for a full season. The question isn't whether it can come together for a full season, but whether there are other teams that are worse. That's the question. I still am selling it, but there's some there's some competition. There's some competition out there for for teams that are struggling and getting hit with atrocious bad luck, um, getting ridiculous bad weeks. He's three and two. Every win counts. Can he find more weeks where he gets ridiculously good matchups? There's going to be a number of teams below eighty five every week. Um. We're in a 16-team league. That's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he does fade. I agree. But but that's the question. It's not really, is he is he a bad team? Sure. Like, he, he knows it, I think. But there are also other teams that are going to compete, whether it's because of injury or just bad luck. Let's see here. What is his bad weeks for buys? I don't think it matters what his bad weeks for buys are. Uh, he is the fifth lowest fifth from the bottom in scoring average so far that's before we've gotten into a single bye week and week eight nine ten eleven and i'm gonna throw in 12 and 13 here go scrubs rams are the best mike ryan best tds who we don't expect to hold up this season but right now is a you know three and two team as well Payton's making nachos And then Frederick Scrubs again in week 13. So that is a, at best, probably two and four in those six weeks. Like that is, there's, there's your pileup for Evan. Um, if you really want to five and six, I know, but I'm saying if he really wants to tank, he's got to start the active tank this week. Cause he can't pick up a win on the luchadors who are already one and four. Um, the nuts should beat him as well in week seven, unless they're on terrible buys. I didn't get that far, but like that, that seven week stretch from seven to 13 is, is rough. By the way, I know that this is a non sequitur. However, I just want to say how much I love divisions. I love the fact that we only have to beat three other teams to get into the playoffs. Every single time I get frustrated by how expensive every player is now and how difficult it is to pick up any decent player on free agency i think to myself you know what this is all fucking worth it for that fucking those four divisions even if my division name is the worst mahomes 
They're my Mahomes. Oh, I, I, as a two and three team that is one game out and five points away from being four and one, I agree. All right. Well, Dave, any other, any other great games from last uh, week? I mean, I'll just throw three out there really quickly. Um, a, a surprise is I actually locked in this team to win, but Philly citywide putting up the second least points in this, in the, in the league this season with a 68-point week and a 41-point loss to Mike Ryan. Uh, very surprised by that result. Um, and then just cartographers took care of business and won. Frederick Scrubs took care of business and won. And we'll talk about that matchup later. But uh, the last two undefeated teams play each other this week. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll only have one undefeated team after this week. So, so then let's get in to uh, the points matchup. Um, this week, gentlemen, you already know because I already told you, but would you guess who the team, the most favored team is? Oh, I I mean, come on. Is it is it even debatable? Like, it's it's not, I mean, I don't know why you're selling this like it's a surprise anymore. Yeah. And you you said it like seven minutes ago. But that's edited out now. The, the oh, audience sorry. No. The audience doesn't know. We have to uh, maintain the illusion that wow. everything I say is always, you know, perfect. Well, when you look at the fact that he has scored the what third highest most points in the league, and he's coming yeah. up against a guy who scored all, like half, what looks at first points. glance like half of his points. <laughs> it's like fifty-eight uh, percent. Come on, yeah. let's give. Gentlemen, let's gentlemen. give. I said at first glance. I said if you're due. bad at math. We haven't even said his name yet. It's obvious for the audience, though. The indomitable Mike Ryan is facing fancy footwork, and Mike Ryan is favored by a whopping 43 fucking points. More than 20 points more than any other team, any other matchup. So, I got to ask. Let's go with Tyler. Let's start it off. Should he be favored by this much? Yes. Like, the, 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 does this <laughs> the, look? We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, okay? Fancy footwork, hypothetically getting Dak back this week. No, it's not going to, no. maybe okay. there's a small, small outside chance. But it's late on Sunday, you won't know until late. And so, unfortunately, all of the other players he's going to have are going to have played by then. It won't matter. He's got to put Keontae Ingram. He's got to put Keontae Ingram yet to make his career debut. Flex. No, he can't. He can't even do that. It's Mikkel it's going to be Khalil Shakur and and Miko Hardman in there. Khalil Shakir and Miko Hardman who play each other in what could be a shootout, but both those defenses have looked fine. Like it's unfortunate. Fancy footwork is going to just get full body throttled this week. Uh, Mike Ryan, Geno Smith, Cooper Rush. Even if Cooper Rush doesn't play, he could throw Corey Davis in there. You know, you don't love it, but Corey Davis has had good weeks here and there. He's due for one now. Um, I'm not going to go on any farther. This is Mike Ryan running away. The talent disparity is is tears at every position. Yeah, I mean, agreed. But guys, I mean... I love Mike Ryan's team, but look at this bench. I mean, something has to give at some point this season. There's got to be something. That is, I, I hope not. I hope nothing strikes this team, but 
it is light on that bench. Uh, but this is not the week that it matters at all. He could be missing two starters and he'd be fine. So with this this much confidence, can I convince anyone to lock this in? Let me note that I have 81 points going to fancy footwork. He has not crossed that barrier once this season. In fact, he's only scored 80 points once, and that's when he had Dak, Elijah Moore, and Javante Williams, all of whom probably not starting this week. Two of them definitely not starting this week. Anyone, any takers to say 60 points? Dave, I guess not. I guess you're taking taking uh, fancy footwork here, right? No, I mean I'll, I'll take Mike Ryan. I I don't think fancy gets to the eighty. I I don't know though that that Mike can cover a sixty point spread here. Um, yeah, it's it. it, it's hard it's hard <laughs> to lock this either way, right? It's just when you're talking about forty three, it's like I don't see a way that fancy gets this within twenty seven or twenty eight. Um, and I don't see a way this gets up to 60. So I really think that this, this line is weirdly accurate. <laughs> um, it's like, it's crazy. That is pretty damn fucking accurate. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just, I take Mike Ryan to cover this. Uh, I could, you see someone taking fancy to cover it and it makes a little bit of sense. Um, the line's about right. All right. Well then let's move on. Darnstown Drews versus the best TDs is the next spread up. I've got Drews favored by 16 points. Dave, what do you think of this matchup? At some point, Drew's going to get just lucky enough to win, right? But the bad luck has followed him seemingly most of this season. Um, yeah, I think for bye weeks, this is when it's going to start to show, um, you know, some of these teams don't have, have the depth of others and, and best TDs is one of those only missing Jamal Williams this week, but that still feels like too big of a, too big of a hurdle to overcome. Um, I'm going to go Drew here. I think uh, it shouldn't, but it could come down to like Monday night again. Um, but you just need any positive points for Melvin Gordon, uh, which again, he has been known to fumble, so you could get a first carry fumble out of the game. Um, but, oh, I guess Eckler's in that matchup, too. So, anyway, I, I could see this. I'm going to go with Drew here to win and cover, um, but I could see Drew trailing going into Monday night. So I was going to say the same thing, Dave. I feel like this is a game where Drew is three points behind going into Monday night, and then just blows this wide open as as Gordon and Eckler score, you know, each get a touchdown, get in that score two points. No, they (laughs) each get in that 15 to 20 range that you want to see from from an RB one two uh combo. So I'm gonna take Drew in the points. Uh the only way this even stays within 30 as if Keith remembers to put DJ Dallas in for Jamal Williams, uh, which is asking a lot. So and it gets us a whopping five point ceiling on DJ Dallas. Man, I put I put Kenny and Drake in. I don't I don't, I don't think it matters. <laughs> There's a yeah. five point ceiling on any of his players down to Sony Michelle to whoever you want to put in. I don't think it matters who you put in. Drew, you taking you taking Drew on this one, Drew? Well, Byron can go first and then I'll give him my piece. 
you know what? I'm going to lock Drew in. Fuck it. 30 points. 31 points. I'm taking it. I think you guys are all wrong. <laughs> it does not come down to Monday night. This game comes down entirely to actually we'll know Thursday night. Um, This game comes down to do David Montgomery and Carson Wentz put up 60 points. My heart says yes, they they will. <laughs> um, but I'm not gonna bet on my heart because I play poker. Um, and so the math tells me no. But if they do put up 60 points, which is less far fetched than Gabe Davis putting up fucking 30 points on three catches, then then you know he's got a chance here. But it really does come down to Carson Wentz throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Possible. Does David Montgomery get in the end zone three times? Possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. It shouldn't fucking happen. Football gods out there. It shouldn't, but it might. I think it might. Um, but I think we'll know by then. And then, yeah, I think this game will be the Sunday, Sunday night. I think AJ Brown's in for a big week. All right, next matchup up. We've got Breezewood Nuts versus the home run hitters. The Nuts are favored by 16. Drew, you are up. Why should this the Nuts be favored by so much, and should they actually? The Nuts are favored by sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, that's a that's a far cry from uh, our website, which has two and a half. Um, which is wild. Um, you weren't prepared for this to come. I was. To you. I'm looking at it right now. To be quite honest, no, I was. I was not prepared for it to come to me. But looking at it. 16 is a lot. Um, it's really coming down to Tyreek Hill, Leonard Fournette um, as as players that you trust. And the fact that Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady we, we thought he was this season right now. Um, but I think he, he probably will be, be decent. But they should be favored. They should be. That's, the line seems right right to me when you, when you factor <laughs> in those players. Um, do I think the Nuts cover? No, I don't think they cover. That was the question. <laughs> He said, should they be favored? I said, they should. I said, the line's about right. I have to make a bet now. <laughs> I think it's going to be close to that line. I think it's just that uh, they don't cover. Tyler? What are you uh, I'm taking the nuts, and this is my lock. This is your lock. Wow. This is my right. lock. If you look up and down the home run hitters lineup, almost everyone outside of Tom Brady plays a – top half defense against their position. Um, I'll take the nuts That's fair. in this one. So makes sense. And lock. Dave. Uh, so for Breezewood's nuts, uh, Ryan Tannehill and Jared Goff on by this week. Um, another reason why you spend your money and pick up backup quarterbacks because Andy Dalton and Billy Zappi uh, might be starting this week and, and both, both slotting in. So Breezewood's nuts still starting two QBs. Um, I don't know that Andy Dalton starts. And if he does going up against Cincinnati, I'm not as excited about that. I think Billy Zappi, there's tape on him now. I don't think he puts up as many points as he did last week. Wait, Dave, um, aren't you points. the author of hashtag revenge game? You don't think Andy Dalton is due for one here? No, 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 no. Revenge games only happen when the realizes what the fuck are you talking about? Real football for going against not oh. real football. 
football. Like so that's what crazy. is this so, real football? Get the fuck Sorry. out of here, Tyler. Pardon me. Oh, Tyler, you're muted me. now. <laughs> Look, what what my long winded answer is? He didn't is even get at. muted. He didn't even get muted. <laughs> well, my long Stop talking. Long winded answer is is uh. Even though um, Breeze was not the starting two QBs, I, I think Tom Brady might outscore those two combined. Uh, and I think because of that, home run hitters can keep this within 16 points. Um, so I'm going to lean home run hitters here to cover. I, I think Breeze would not still still wins, but if you're giving me the 16, I'll go home run hitters. Yeah, I think this comes down to how healthy Jonathan Taylor is and how healthy Naheem Hines is. Yeah. And, uh, I think that that will be the hinge. You know what? Give me the home run hitters. I'll say they cover. I don't think they win, but I think they cover. All right. Next matchup. We're back to, I guess, Tyler, right? So is it Tyler? I can't remember. We'll figure it out. Philly Citywide versus Streets Meats. I have the Meats favored by 12. Do you think your shoes should be favored by 12? You know what? Screw you, Tyler. We're going to go skip to Dave and you'll get another game. Uh, yeah, so Streets meets off a week where they scored the most points in the league. Uh, Philly Citywide off a week where they scored the least points in the league. Um, and so these two teams crashing together. Um, you know, we saw last week Taysom Hill, the gadget player that he is, got to be in your lineup. It looks like Kyle's already made that switch. But the, the boom is so high uh, that he just has to be in there for you. Um, that being said, Taysom Hill is not going to score you 30 points plus this week. Um, you'll probably be lucky to get the mid-single digits that he's done. Actually, I guess he's been 0, 1, and 8 uh, in the previous three weeks. So um, I think you'll be lucky to get you know mid-single digits with Taysom Hill this week. Um, I think Philly Citywide puts up a better performance uh, and does get into the triple digits. But I think Streets Meets team is clicking right now. Alvin Kamara back from, from that injury looked good last week and, and was still the third running back on this team. So unaffected by Josh Jacobs on a bye, um, I think uh, Tyler not only wins but, but covers. Uh, Drew. What's the line on this again? 12 in favor of street. I think Philly Citywide covers this. Um, and, and I, I, this comes down, it's a risk. Uh, it comes down uh, to T. Higgins uh, playing to me. Um, but I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a huge week. Um, not that the Giants' defense is bad. It's just been three weeks since Lamar Jackson's had a huge week. And he seems like he's in a mode to have a lot of huge weeks this season. Um, and so I think if he gets that 30 plus, uh, 35 plus point game from Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I think he's going to be right there. I think Edwards Hilaire and, and Wilson will put up enough points. And if T Higgins can give him in the 15 to 20 point range, he'll, he'll cover the spread. I think Street Smith wins, but I think he'll, he'll keep it close. I think Street Smith is also going to have a coming back down to earth game from Gabe Davis. He's going to have a coming back down to earth game um, from a couple of the players in CD lamb and Jalen Hurst have tough matchups. They're going up against right now, the two most talented defenses in the leagues. Can so. you see a scenario where Streets Meets has a five-point lead going into Monday night and Philly Citywide has Josh Kelly and still loses? 
I could see that happening. Dude. I can see not only that scenario, but also the complete opposite where Josh Kelly somehow gets two goal line <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That's more likely. Which I causes have Austin, I have myself to lose Drew and to lose. Drew to lose. Yes, <laughs> that exactly. <shit> citywide <laughs> that actually makes the most sense. Byron, <laughs> now you that wanna, you say it. Oh, did you want to pick this one before I go? Yeah, I'll pick this one. And you know what? I just don't think we can stop Nick Chubb. I don't think we can stop your running back core right now. I mean, it's terrifying. The fact that you have Josh Jacobs on by and you still are putting in two top 10 running backs, just phenomenal. And I, I don't bet against that. So, you know what? Give me streets needs. I'll take the point. Uh, I'll, are we already calling uh, Kamara a top 10 running back? Well, as the owner of the Kamara share in this league, I'm not. Um, I'm still taking myself. But when this goes the other way, I won't be shocked. I think it's a little, I, I get, it was really good to see what Kamara did last week. If you're you, like that's the type yeah, of game. Exactly. That, um, I've grown accustomed to from Austin Eckler, but he, that's the, yeah, before that it was six points as his high. So, and a lot of outs. So, so we'll see. We got to hope he's yeah. this his game, but I don't know if he's top 10 yet. Hey, uh, hey, Byron, if James Connor is out, do you start Eno Benjamin or Zay Jones here? Uh, oh, sorry, Eno Benjamin for sure. Hardly. I was about to say, are you asking Byron or me? That's an easy answer. Eno Benjamin's coming in. No, I, I asked Byron. I didn't want to ask you and make it too obvious. <laughs> that's a, that's Man, a I quick, said Zay Jones. quick swap. <laughs> quick swap there for me. All right, Tyler, what who you got on your own matchup? Uh, I said I'm taking myself. But, yeah, I answered. I'm taking edit, myself, edit, but won't be edit. shocked. <laughs> then my bad. Let's go on to the next matchup. Here we go. I've got Joe's primo team versus Rams are the best. Would it surprise you if I said Rams are only favored by five points? Yes. Why don't you go, uh, Tyler? Would it surprise me if you said that Rams are only favored by five points? Only favored by five points. Yeah, I mean, they're starting Alec Pierce, Allen Robinson, and Marcus Mariota this week. Oh, and whatever the fuck Kyle Pitts is. So... Is it surprising to hear that one of the year in, year out, if not the all-time leader in the clubhouse of best team in the league, is only favored by five points against Joe's Primo team? Uh, Sure, but in this specific week, no. Because Joe's Primo team is going to have... It's going to be interesting to see what those two Jets running backs do again this week against Green Bay, whose defense has been hit and miss. Um, it's, but if they can both throw up numbers again, uh, like they did last week, that team looks really good. Cooper cup and, uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It is shocking. I just saw, forgot the lions are on by, uh, so Daryl, Daryl Hodge, Cooper cup and Devante Parker, your three starting wide receivers for the Joe's primo team. Oh yeah. Give me the Rams here. Yeah, it's 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 surprising. Um, I think Aaron Jones, Jeff Wilson, Josh Allen, Mariota, um, should be enough. Mark, you know, uh, Matt Ryan is is what he is. He's a fifteen to seventeen point ceiling, and um, I I just don't think you're gonna get um, you know, sixteen points out of thirty three yards from Michael Carter again. Um, you might, but it it seems like a far fetch. So it's really Cooper Cup and Brees Hall um, first the world and I'll take the world on that. 
Um, and I think they should be favored a little bit more. Um, I, I get there. The, some of this, the Rams lineup does not scare you. Um, I just think it's going to give you more consistent floors. Can I take my lock back? Because I yeah. think the Rams are the best by 20 here. So uh, yeah, give me, give me the Rams. Dave, what about you? Uh, you never bet against yourself, right? Never going to never bet against myself, but, but Tyler kind of hit the nail on the head or sorry, the, the hammer on the hammer. What do we say? Here, Drew? <laughs> yeah. um, hit the hammer on the hammer that uh, yeah. Bye weeks and injuries, um, you know, not, not the best lineup Rams are the best has trotted out there. Uh, but if Mariota can offset Matt Ryan uh, by himself, I, I think, um, I think I've got the depth to pull this off. So I'll, I'll take myself to cover. Uh, all right. So the next matchup and now it's starting to get close. We've got Peyton's making nachos. Wait, Drew, did I get you? Yeah, I did, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I've got Peyton's making nachos versus the loose cannons. I've got the nachos favored by four points. So, uh, Drew, I guess this is you. Yeah, it's me. Um, and you guys know where I'm at on this. I look over on the left side. I look over on the right side. And on the right side, I see Baker Mayfield who's not starting. I see Trevor Lawrence, who I like, but, you know, not for fantasy this year. And on the left side, I see Danny fucking Dimes, <laughs> who's playing out of his mind, going up against a horrible secondary. It's a lock. It's a lock. It's just a, it's just a lock. It's, it's Danny Dimes. It's James Robinson, who I have never ridiculed on this podcast ever. Not once ever in any way shape or form yeah give me give me tim give me a lock anytime i can lock a ryan brother in i'm locking it and danny dimes is is going to outscore baker whoever he starts at flex trevor lawrence chase Edmonds, and one of his wide receivers all by himself because he's danny fucking dimes hard logic to beat uh tyler you uh you following yeah, I mean, I'm not going to thump my shoe on the table here, but uh, I'm also taking Peyton's making nachos. I will throw up that the the combined score of this game may be lower than the highest scoring team scores this week. Could not have said it better myself, and for that reason, I will take the points here. And go with Manny on loose cans. I, I think this is the lowest scoring matchup of the week. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points here. Yeah, you know, right now he's got Chris Olave starting too, who might not play this week. Uh, I don't. Yeah, and I think uh, his other wide receiver is out too, right? Uh, John Doxon. So. Uh, it's I mean, he's still got Chase Claypool. Claypool. Or Elijah. <laughs> Claypool. Elijah Moore, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool puts his highest score week up when he finally takes him out. Let's all appreciate it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just appreciate that? It is rough. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I didn't know. What do you think about this line? Five Seven and nine. a half. Seven and a half points is his highest scoring week, which says what we've been trying to say, but still, it's hilarious. Uh, all right. So I think we're settled on that. 
next game up, we've got the Parakeets versus the Luchadors. Uh, Parakeets favored by three. So let's go back around. I don't know. Tyler, what do you think? These are two of the bottom five scoring teams in the league here. Um, if you look at the Lewisburg Luchadors right now, they've got Damian Pierce still in their lineup. They're obviously going to change that. The problem is Cordero Patterson's not coming back for a couple weeks still. Mm-hmm. So, so he's got to put Rashad White in. Um, I mean, his alternative is Mark Ingram, but it's Rashad White. Against Pittsburgh, if that Tampa team gets up big early, Rashad White, who a lot of his work is third downs and passing situations, is not going to get the touches that he has gotten the past two weeks, um, which means you're basically down to one running back, Kenny Pickett, who has been 12 points the last two weeks, and Jacoby Brissett, whose ceiling is never high. Um Against a team who's got a lot of players who have, yes, underperformed. But you've got Romeo Dobbs and Alan Lazard against the Jets. DJ Moore against the Rams. Carolina's going to have to be throwing. And Savior Sam might be coming into this game. No. No? For sure, no? For sure, no. He's still out. Um, He's still on IR. But P.J., uh, Walker yeah, I mean, will they're be gonna, coming into this game. PJ Walker will be coming into this game. They're going to have to throw the ball at some point. Uh, the Punxsutawney Pints of Parakeets are going to win and cover. It's just a rough week for the Luchadors. Um, they're going to drop to one and five. The Parakeets continue to climb to four and two and look like a tanking team accidentally backing into the playoffs. What uh, what was the spread on this again? Three. 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 Yeah. That is too many points boys i have faith in this luchadors team yeah you do this is gonna go against everything we've been saying but i think justin fields on thursday night makes his way back into this lineup instead of jacoby Brissett. i think justin fields and curtis samuel on thursday night put the fear into the parakeets and start racking up the points um it could happen. Look, I'm going to take the Luchadors this week. I'm just going to say the cover. I'm not going to say to win. I'm going to say the cover of the three points. Dave, <laughs> I am right there with you. Let's roll with Justin Fields. Come on, baby. I feel it. This oh, is the moment. Luchador Apparently, is immutable win. offense is now half the fucking podcast. Keenan Allen may be coming back this week, too. I think that'll be a big boost. And for the reasons Tyler said he didn't like, um white this week uh you know i think if they do get up early they might give him some running work too not just third down work so um anyway i uh i don't think keenan allen comes back this week i don't think he makes it into the lineup i think it's just too much of a risk to take and i think if if anything it'll be a game time decision um which which makes it tough on monday night Uh, i'm gonna go ahead and take punxatani here um main reason is because baker mayfield's out and DJ Moore has played much better with PJ Walker in the past than Baker Mayfield. Um, DJ Moore has put up like 160 yards and 10 catches in two games with PJ Walker, uh, going back to 2020. So, so your your reasoning of taking the parakeets, as you said, 
Flawless. DJ Moore. <laughs> it's a three-point spread in a game where the highest scoring team is going to be at like 70 points. Every fucking point counts. Every so little point. point. And I'm saying that DJ Moore ekes over, ekes over his season high of 11.8 to 12.3 points this week and and manages to carry this team with a monster 12.3 game. Write it, write it down. 12.3. 12.3. Listen, this is the last game we've got. Uh, and gentlemen, this might be game of the year. It's definitely absolutely the game of the year. The two five and O teams face off the cartographers versus the scrubs. And I got the line an unprecedented even. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. There's no, there's no favor. Pick them. It's called a pick them. It's got a pick them. An unprecedented and even. <laughs> what are we doing here, boys? Who's going to win? Through? No, I'm not starting this one, Davis. All right, Dave, go for it. <laughs> Tell me who to start. Well, look, the the penny injury could not have happened at a better time for the cartographers. Um, you know, I think, well, I thought Kenneth Walker was going to be a great 2023 and 2024 asset, but I think he's going to be the workhorse now in Seattle. Um, kind of fix cartographer second running back problem. Um, you know, this obviously both teams have been successful so far. Cartographers has shown some boom weeks and has shown a lot of squeaking by weeks. Um, Russell Wilson not really lived up to it. Um, you know, I guess outside of week four. Um, but coming off a lot of criticism, uh, going into a Monday night game in prime time. Something tells me we're going to see old Russell Wilson this week um, for no other reason than we just will. Uh, on the other side, Scrubs consistently has put up points in the 120s, except when he played me, he put up 170. But he's not playing me this week. So I see Scrubs putting up another 120-point week. I don't know, guys. I want to bet against the cartographers. And I think that's going to be popular, but I am not. I'm going to take cartographers this week. Sorry, Scott, to uh, to squeak by um, and cover the unprecedented even spread here. Tyler. I'm taking the scrubs. I just, the difference to me is Russell Wilson across these two teams. Uh, I, I just think we've seen the best and almost best mediocre best fantasy days of Russell Wilson's career. I think they're behind him. Uh, that 15, 17 point floor is no longer there. And it's now a nine point floor. And that's going to be the difference when you have Rogers and Herbert against Mahomes and Wilson. Uh, these are four of coming into the season, what you would have expected the top eight fantasy quarterbacks to be. And the only one significantly underperforming that target outside of Rogers week one is Russell Wilson. So I'm taking the scrubs. I think it comes down to Mahomes and Kelsey versus Herbert and Williams. Um, and can that Mahomes Kelsey outscore Herbert Williams by about 15 to 18 points? I think that's what he's going to need um, them to outscore him by. I'm just going to go with the better team right now. And right now uh, the better team is the scrubs. I was really, really hoping that all three of you would pick the scrubs so that I could slam down cartographers in a shocking twist. 
However, now that Dave has stolen my pick, I will slink back into the shadows and offer up. I think the scrubs will win and uh, I'll maintain my, uh, my betting strategies from last year. So uh, yeah, I mean, the, the thing that's brutal about this is it's just another fucking Monday night. I, I have, my games have hinged on Monday nights for like the entire season, except for the first week. And I'm just so sick of it. So uh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to be up. I think that a huge Monday night game from Mike Williams and Justin Herbert just just slammed the door and anything that I get from Wilson uh, is recovered by Cortland Sutton. So it's it's going to be a brutal week. And uh, congratulations to Frederick Scrubs for their victory. However, the nice thing is, is that no one else can be 5-1 in our league. That's ranked the next best team is 3-2. and two. So I will still be in second place. It's a good place to be. So... Gentlemen, that is our podcast. Now, the last nope. thing we've got to do is obviously the money, uh, money, whatever. Figure out the money and then tell us what the challenge is this week. So, Drew, please take it away. Going into last week, Scrubs uh, was the leader at $55. Um, he maintains being the leader, but Street Smeets, as we've already talked about on this podcast, swept the week with team with the most total running back points and the highest scoring team to get to $35 and tie the Rockville cartographers in second place next week. Teddy is draft week, whatever that means. And I still don't remember what it means. What, what was it called again? Star- Teddy's draft week. And that is the starting quarterback with the most points must be quarterback cannot be in the flex. So Teddy Bridgewater had to won it, right? Like there had to there be was some a, some history know. to that. I thought it was whoever has Teddy Bridgewater on their team just wins this week. That's a, that's a, that's a wonderful Making thing. Making so much more sense with your trade. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is again important. It's whoever's in the QB slot, not the flex spot. Um, I think we're going to see two or three flex spot QBs not win this week because they're in the wrong slot. But um, I think we're going to see a, I don't know. I think we're going to see an angry Josh Allen going against the Chiefs, the revenge of last year's playoff game. So I'll I'll pick pick Josh Allen this week. I've already said who I think is going to have a monster game. I'm going to go with them, Lamar Jackson. I thought that was going to be a Danny Dimes. I was for certain it was going to be Danny Dimes. Then I will take up the Danny Dimes. This was Danny Dimes' best week of his career. Uh, so there we go. Yes, Just so that Danny Dimes can have some coverage. <laughs> Probably Carson Wentz, guys. He's going against Drew, right? Yeah. True. Oh, I, I actually am going to take Geno Smith against Arizona. So that's Mike Ryan. No, you, you should probably take then Kyler Murray against Seattle. It's, it's, it's probably a better one. We'll see. All right. That is our podcast, gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. And I hope you win your week unless you're playing me. So good night.
I'm coming out of my draft and I've been doing just fine Gotta, gotta do well because I want it all It started out with a trade, how did it end up like this? It was only a trade, it was only a trade Now I'm watching the game, but I'm scoring nothing While he's dropping the ball, it's running it back Now they're both of my team, and my stomach is sick And it's all in my head, but Dave's winning it all now He gets my first pick now, let me be And I just can't win, it's killing me Dave's taking control Robbery, getting jacks is not the key Losing through bad compromise Failing through to equalize But it's just the price I pay Roguery is texting me Let's trade my entire team Cause I'm